But now, let's talk to our Minister of Transport, Cindy Sewe Chikunga, joins us. Let's talk about the roads and what the conditions are like out there. Minister, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning to you. Uh, what are the conditions of the roads? Cloudy day in Joburg, but overall, uh, we're not hearing too many bad news stories so far. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. Um, we're not doing very well on the road. All right. Um, there are quite num- a number of, uh, of fatalities and fatal crashes. Um, uh, we, we have three long weekends this festive season. The one that we are coming from and the numbers during that weekend just increased uh, in the manner that is unprecedented of fatal crashes and fatalities. And we are approaching yet another very long Christmas weekend, which will end on Tuesday, starting from Saturday. And of course, the New Year weekend also, it will be long and so on. And, and, and if you look at the patterns, this is extremely worrying for us because it would seem like long weekends mean nothing but binging with, uh, on alcohol and driving and, and people walking on our streets, on streets, uh, being drunk, and therefore it's a combination of drunk drivers and drunk uh, pedestrians. And today the pedestrians are leading by far, followed by a hit and runs, and of course cars that overtake by themselves uh, in the absence of everybody. And then number four, it will be head-on collisions. Mm. So we're not doing well at all as a country in terms of fatalities and fatal crashes. And that is why our message again is very clear to say that we can't drink and drive, even if this has been said so many times that it exposes all of us, not only a person who is driving the car and is drunk, but even another one who is sober. Because when that one decides to overtake on the wrong place, then of course you head head on collision and people die there. And we are actually, one other problem is the speeding. People just drive on our freeways and they speed like there's no tomorrow. But also what we are seeing this time is, is speeding in the residential areas. It's like people who buy new cars, there's no one else who's got a car. We always appreciate when people have cars and are able to purchase such assets. But they need to remember that there are more than 13 million vehicles in South Africa and about 12 million drivers plus. And they therefore are not the ones, the only ones who are going to use the road. And we need to know that we are sharing the road. And, 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 and that is important. People are overloading. They are overtaking on barrier lines. They are driving. And what, what we are also saying, the pattern is the accidents happen particularly during the night. Minister, and, and, Minister, yes. Minister it's, it's the same story every single Easter. It's the same story every Christmas. What are you and the department doing differently and, and the criminal department as well, Justice Department, what are they doing differently this year to previous years? We actually identified hotspot areas for road accidents and we deployed our resources there in terms of uh, the information that we gathered and we analyzed. We deployed resources there. We also identified patterns over five previous years to say what is happening on the road and we came up with something that says there are days where our main roads, our main roads will be very busy and therefore will be there. But there will be days where our residential areas, roads in our residential areas will be very busy and we are going to deploy our resources there. But be that as it may, 
and we will actually uh, heighten the law enforcement so that if you are driving a car without the number plate, for instance, because these hit and runs, they are quite associated with people who drive cars without number plates and will no, not have mercy on such people. But what is key here is that it is me who is driving my car. And it's not possible that I drive five kilometers, there will be a traffic officer because we don't have the number of traffic officers that can actually mend all our roads. But I am trained to drive. I've learned the road signs. And therefore, it is me who should know what to do. And that is why we heighten our awareness and education and reminding people that it is you who is driving. And I must comment, many South Africans who are driving responsibly, because it's not all drivers that are irresponsible. Many are very responsible, and that is why the majority of South Africans have arrived at their destinations and they have arri- they arrived safely. But there are those who think that roads belong to them. Of course, we will not also exclude the fact that a person can make a genuine error and a genuine, I mean, I mean, judgment, and therefore be in an accident. We, we are exposed to that. Even in countries that are developed, they still have uh, road accidents because a person can err. Uh, let's talk about some of the some of the issues. Weather, we can understand. Uh, the driver behavior, we can understand, Minister. But one of the issues, and I've experienced this myself, is that half the road is a pothole. And I have to go to the other side of the road. Somebody doesn't see me coming or I'm just in a rush. So that's probably my fault. But if, if you got rid of, if you fix the roads, there might be less accidents. In fact, that is another area of our responsibility, which is engineering factor when it comes to a, a, a road accidents. It will be your human human factor, your engineering factor, your environmental factors. Those, those they, they, they play an important role. But 86% of what is happening on the road, what actually is responsible for accidents, yeah. is human factor 86%. and therefore human behavior. If, if you are sober and, and you are driving on a road that is riddled with potholes, you will still be able to negotiate. I'm just making an example. You'll still be able to negotiate and drive through. But when you are drunk, you're going to drive onto the pothole, then the 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 car overturns and so on and so forth. So the issue, if we have it right in human behavior, we can then have it right with other factors. Environment will be able to know that it is raining, it is misty, and therefore even if the speed limit in that area is 120 or 100 kilometers, but I am to reduce the speed to accommodate the prevailing environment and, and therefore drive at 80 kilometers or at 60 kilometers. But you cannot, under normal circumstances, in residential areas, drive above 60 kilometers. As a matter of fact, there is nothing preventing any driver in the residential area to drive at 40 kilometers per hour because the prevailing circumstances mm. will actually be dictating that and the person who is sober will be able to do that. And that is why our message again is clear to say, please, let's, let's, let's abide by the rules of the road. That pedestrians, you cannot be drunk and be on the road because there are cars there. And you cannot be on the road drunk but also wearing dark clothes. Because even a sober driver will not see you. And, and that is why we are requesting and pleading with them that please wear uh, uh, I mean, uh, white color. 
if possible, or a reflecting color so that a driver can actually see you and we can therefore reduce accidents that involve pedestrians because they are leading right now. And this has been the pattern throughout other, I mean, I mean, in many other festive seasons in the past. Let's talk about alternatives then, Minister. Public transport, lovely. What are the conditions of the buses? Uh, I know there's some criminality on buses at the moment going into the northwest. What's the current state there? We, those also are, are alternative. For instance, we deployed some trains. Uh, yes, how the trains? Yes, trains. And therefore, people can actually choose not to drive, but to board trains. Do the trains make it to their destination, Minister? Devon, they've made it to destination. Mosina, they've made it to destination. It is only to Cape Town where they, they, there was vandalism of the track. Yeah. And therefore, and it was only 70 kilometers to Cape Town. And plus, I was able to arrange buses to 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 proceed so that in case passengers can proceed with their trains and they were very they were not really worried they were very excited about the fact that they are actually using the train and there's there's an option again to get into the train but they are making it and and that is an option that our people have uh, to to board trains those who can afford to fly it's an option that they have to fly but even when they fly when they land they will still have to use the road mm. they will still be pedestrians even those that travel that drive when they arrive at their destinations then they become pedestrians and therefore they get counted amongst the pedestrians right. and our tourists who come to south africa we have a responsibility to protect them in as far as it is as much as possible so that when they are on the roads you don't have a tourist that will be involved in an accident in south africa because that talks bad about south africa in the country where the tourist is coming from so it's all those things and our our plea to our road users all of them is to say we can save life we can be responsible on the roads. We can tolerate one another. We can be patient. We can aim to drive during the day because many accidents happen during the night. And when that happens, all of us will be safe on the road. We will arrive alive. And Minister, I'm not going to let you finish there. I've got one more thing. One uh, of the issues I have, and it's anecdotal, I realize that, but the, the police... Uh, traffic police hiding away when they are speed trapping as opposed to visible policing. I know if I'm driving along and I see a policeman standing around, flashy lights, those kind of things, I automatically slow down, I automatically get a little bit worried. But when a policeman is hiding away, literally inside of a, of a bus stop, they're hiding away in the hope of catching somebody speeding. Uh, what's your view on the way police should be policing the roads? If I know that there is a police uh, who is going to catch me if I'm over, I mean, I'm, I'm speeding. Definitely, when I approach them, I will therefore reduce the speed. Yeah. And that is why it becomes a problem when people see the traffic officers uh, actually monitoring speed, then they they inform others, you know, they, they flick lights yeah, so that people others slow down. can reduce. And which is wrong, because remember, the person you are tipping and you don't know yeah. might actually be responsible for hit and run. So you are actually tipping a criminal. 
to reduce speed. If if he was continuing driving at the speed because he's running away from the wrong thing that he has done, the police would have stopped him for speeding, but then see some blood in the car. Right. And and and, and that is why it is wrong to do it. I learned it uh, from one of the traffic officers when I was driving, I think some years ago, mm. who said, don't do it. It might be a car that has killed your own relative. And and the police would be able to stop them and for speeding, but discover something that says, but you have done something right. wrong some way. Why this bump? Why this blood? And question that can take the number plate so that when something, there is something that is raised from the crowd to say, but there's, there's, there's a hit and run that happened, the police can actually have the records of the car. And, and I learned it, and I think it is important for South Africans to do that. And, 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 and the visibility of traffic officers is actually helping us. Them uh, also monitoring, monitoring the speed, even if whatever, however way they are doing it, mm-hmm. it is also helping us. And that is why, honestly, we also want to extend our, our, our gratitude and, and appreciation, not only to our traffic officers, but also to the families who many of them are sitting at home and their husbands and wives, their daughters and sons are not at home because they are doing the work on the road trying to save South right. Africans. We need, really need to ex- to express our, our heartfelt appreciation to those families, but also to the to the traffic officers, together, of course, with our SAPS members. But right. uh, Minister- we can do that. Minister, thank you very much. Minister of Transport, Cindy Siwichikunga, joining us here on SAFM. What are your views on that?